Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. What up, what up? What's going on, guys? I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Account for Your Life podcast. This is Jay Moore, your healthy accountant. I help you to account for your life. And so today we we are coming in on our second installment of the What's Up With Money series. We're gonna do um, five installments on this particular topic, What's Up With Money? And today, we're gonna jump into into installment number two. Before we do that, guys, I just wanna thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Thank you so much for, um, you know, for taking time to listen and to, you know, to start taking your life to the next level. Understanding some basic truths, some basic concepts, some things that I believe that if we were to tap into the greatness that God has already placed in us, I believe that this world, this world, there will be no shortage of money. There's no shortage of talent. There's no shortage of gifts and wisdom. And there's so many things that we can do. So guys, continue to keep um, you know, coming in and checking back with us here at the Account for Life podcast. I'm excited about what's going to happen for you in your life. So what's up with money, man? Um, we talked about money the other day and we were talking about how you got to forgive yourself like you have to forgive um and then i wrote down like afterwards i said well (laughs) you know i quoted that i was going to do five i said five installments and i hadn't even really thought about it yet but then right after i said it you know holy spirit always going to give you what you need so today we're talking about acceptance acceptance like when you forgive yourself right then you have to accept something so i found a quote it's crazy um the other day i went out i was excited i went out because i wanted to i said man you know what i I was going to amazon i was going to buy a bible and i was just like man i want to feel the bible i want to see the bible before before i purchase i want to know that this is the one that i'm supposed to get and so i went to i went to the local bookstore books a million you've been there you heard of it i go over there and um you know, I'm, I'm, I'm perusing the Bibles. Here's what's interesting. Before I left, my wife is like, hey, um, she says, you're going to get a Bible. Don't we have Bibles? I said, yeah, we got Bibles. I said, but not this Bible. She says, not that. You sure we don't have that Bible? Well, I'm going to get a New International Version. She says, New International? There's got to be a New International Version. I said, well, no, there's not. Right? Now, she says, did you ask my mom? Because my mother-in-law lives with us. She said, I said, I said, no. I said, but I'm going to get a Bible. I'm at the bookstore and my wife calls me. She says, well, my mom has a new international version. She says, you can have it. And I was just like, oh, that's cool. I said, but I'm going to buy a Bible. I'm still buying a Bible. And I don't think they, either one of them understood why I had to purchase a Bible. And it's because sometimes when you have something that you got to do and you get pushed to start doing it, there's a reason behind it. There's a reason. You don't always know. I'm just going to get a Bible. But you know what? I wasn't just going to get a Bible. I didn't even realize what I had until I got it home. It's a special Bible for men. 
It's a special Bible to help men. This Bible is called the, the Every Man's Bible, um, New International Version. And it's nice. Like it has, you know, it's like got the faux leather, black and black and like deep burgundy brownish on it. It's beautiful. And so I opened it up this morning. I want to tell you that story because I opened up the Bible and this is how I know that this Bible, this Bible is directly for me. And I opened the Bible up to find a quote that had to do with, that had to do with what I'm going to be talking about today. I opened the Bible. I just went, I turned the pages twice. I was going somewhere, but I turned the pages twice and my eyes went bam and I saw a quote. It says, a man can accept what Christ has done without knowing how it works. Indeed, he certainly won't know how it works until he's accepted it. Man, I'm going to tell you, this is powerful. Here's why it's powerful. Guys, it's powerful because when your life, when your life has been ordered, when you have submitted, remember, <laughs> you got to submit. Like if you want to, you know, if you're going to go through the forgiveness process of yourself, you've got to submit. Then when you submit and you've forgiven yourself, you've got to accept something. Now, this quote is by C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis is a famous author. He's written all sorts of books. He's written the Chronicles of Narnia. And I saw some books. What's crazy is I'm over there at the bookstore and I saw books by C.S. Lewis next to some Bibles. I said, I'd heard that name before. I didn't, I've never read his work. I didn't really know much about him. And here it is. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I think I may. C.S. Lewis, in here, as I open to one of his quotes, I said, you know what, I'm going to go check out some books of his because this, this is, I need to get some information that he has. Now, here's the thing. I don't know a lot about C.S. Lewis. Some of you may. You may say, well, Jay, you know, C.S. Lewis is this and C.S. Lewis is that. You know, at the end of the day, we, <laughs> sometimes you just can't like, you, you just take bits and pieces from where you can get it from. And you allow the Holy Spirit to do the job. See, that's the point of surrender. See, when you surrender, see, what, what, as, re as religious people, religious people get very stuck in, like, it has to be this way. See, we want to break out of that. We don't, look, everybody, I want you to think about something. The people, like Paul, think about Paul. Think about all the people in the New Testament. People, think about all the folks that was writing. Think about all the people that were writing. And their work managed to get into the Bible. I want you to think about, like, you don't think you should be writing? You don't think you have a scripture? You don't think that you have power in you? Look, look God uses us. God uses, I ain't going to say he uses us all for that. But there's a lot of people who have not answered the call. You know what? I don't want to be one of them people. I want to be the person that when I'm gone, just like C.S. Lewis is gone, died in 1963 at 65. You know, he's gone. He's got literary work. He has work on all sorts of things because he was into um, he was into sci-fi and he was into, you know, these, you know, the magical land and stuff. But he was into Christianity, too. Now, Christianity in and of itself is 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 really good. Christianity in and of itself is something that brings brings hope, brings life. Now, Christianity also is polarizing. 
because you've got so many different sects of Christianity. So at the end of the day, when I saw this quote, a man can accept what Christ has done without knowing how it works. Indeed, he certainly won't know how it works until he's accepted it. Now let's go ahead and bring this in and bring it into context into what it is that we're going to be we're talking about. What's up with money? Here is here is the thing. You you can't understand how something works unless you accept everything. You can't understand how something works unless you accept everything. See, if we only accept like Man, well, if I'm not working 40 hours a week, then there's no way I can have money doing that. Or there's no way that I can have money. If, you know, if I'm not doing it this way, there's no way that that can work for me. Hey, man, I'm not this way, so there's no way I can have it. See, if we don't accept that money is free for everybody. I'm going to say this again. Money is free for everybody. It is totally free. There's not a person on the planet who, if they used, if they accepted the will... The will that's inside of them, of the Father, if they accepted the will of the Father, they would have free money. Money is free. Now, here's the thing. Does that mean you won't work for it? Absolutely. Yeah, you will work. But what if, what if I told you, what if I told you that if you could give really well, if you could give really well, I'm going to say if you could give really well, Something happened to me last week. I'm going to share with you just to give you some context. I'm going to share two things with you just to give you some context on giving because you, anytime you give, God repays. Anytime you give, God repays. So I got two stories and I'm only sharing these stories. I'm not sharing these stories with you to kind of um, to let you know I'm doing good. No, I'm sharing these stories to let you know that God takes care of the people that gives freely he does like so on memorial day and i think i've shared this on memorial day i went out to buy something i went to get i went to get some baked beans i was making some you know this target didn't have any safeway didn't have any and but you know i'm there at the store and a family comes to me and they asked me say hey sir can you help us out um, it was hot that day. It was, about, it was probably 85, 87 degrees. They were sweating. I was sweating just being out there. I'm getting in the car. And the man is just like, hey, can you help us out, man? Um, whatever you can do. You know, I didn't have a lot of cash. I had $7 in my glove compartment. Handed it to him. Hey, man, here's 7 bucks. And so, man, 7 bucks, man, that's awesome. Oh, I got to remember that. 7 bucks. Here's why I got to remember 7 bucks. Your boy, um, The Rock... His company is seven bucks because seven bucks is all he had. But I'm going to remember that seven bucks. So I had seven bucks and I gave it to him. But his wife comes over and she says, you know, we want to get our son, who was probably three, out of the sun. The sun out of the sun. It was hot. There was a dinky hotel across the street that they were trying to get a room. And she says, we're short $30. You know, can you help us? I said, you know what? Sure. I'm, a, I'm going into Safeway. There's an ATM over there. I'm going to grab I'm, I'm going to grab some money for you guys. I'm going to grab the 30 bucks. Going to Safeway. Safeway didn't even have what I was looking for. So before I even finish the story, I want you to think about something. I was not going to Safeway to get beans that day. 
At least I, I thought I was going to get beans, but I I thought I was going to get beans, man. I was not going to get beans. I was sent out as a beacon of hope. That's what I was sent out as. When you submit, this is what happens in your life. So here it is. I go to ATM. I grab, you know, I'm putting my ATM card in the machine. And I ask, I ask God, God, how much should I pull out? He says, pull out $100. These are strangers. I've never met them. They are, they are the type of people that most people would just get in their car and not even would barely speak to them. I'm just, I'm, I'm being, I'm being honest with you guys. Most of you, when people come up to you, say, I don't have anything. Most of you would not go to the ATM to go grab someone money. Now I'm not putting you down. I'm just, I'm, I'm just telling, I'm just sharing with you that this is the society that we live in. You know, this is the society we're living in. Most of us would not basically take off what we have to give someone. Now I didn't, a hundred dollars is not a lot of money. It's not a lot of money. And at the end of it, that's how I felt. But I, I mean, I was, it was more than what they asked for. But God is just like, don't worry about it. I want you to give that to them. And those are my people. So I realized that I was sent out to help them that day. I, wanted, I gave them $100, $107. When I gave the $100 to the wife, she was like, oh my goodness, are you sure? Oh, I mean, the thankfulness that someone has when you do something for them, when you didn't have to, when it's pure, they couldn't pay me back. So I couldn't, I'm not even looking to them for anything. So here it was, gave it to them. You know, when I got home within one hour, I got a phone call from an old client who gave me work that paid me within that same week, $1,200. I'm just, I can't make this up. I got paid within that week. The old client has been gone for a couple of years because my prices was too high. Is what is why she left. Her and her friend, they, they left, but came back. And within that week, that my phone rang the same day. $1,200. I gave $100. God took care of me. He says, I got you, son. Last week did the same thing. Someone, someone, someone had a something happen. They lost their wallet, and I saw the post on Facebook. The young lady posted her husband lost her wallet. He had just cashed his check and found the wallet, but all the cash was gone. And I saw it, and I was empathetic. And I just I, I messaged her and says, "Hey, well, how much was it?" She said it was five hundred dollars. I said, "No problem." A cash after $500. Why did I do that? Because it's just money. Because God, no matter what the circumstances are, he takes care of those who he loves. He loves all of us. Like, like So you, everyone has an opportunity to help people. When I hear people say they want to help people, I just say, well, do it. We got to just do it. Find out how to do it. I'm, that's something that I'm good at. I'm good at giving. I'm really, I think I'm good at giving. And so I gave, I gave the money, not even thinking about it. I was like, yo, I'm not worrying about that $500. You know, someone, I got a call. I got a call on Thursday from somebody who I have not seen since 2000. What? I tore my Achilles. I tore my Achilles in 2000, must have been 2008. I think it was 2007 or 2000. I can't remember. 
who's playing ball. I have not seen my friend Stan since then. Do you know he reached out to my brother, got my number, referred a client to me. Client paid me $500 yesterday. I'm meeting with the client so that he can give me more work on Tuesday. That work is probably going to be, you know, two $3,000 a year. But he needs a good, a good amount of it now. I want you to think about something. When we don't understand money, this is about money, guys. When we don't understand money, do you know all havoc is running rampant in your life? When you don't understand that when you lay it all down, when you ask for surrender, when you ask God to, to, to basically forgive you and he says surrender your life, do you realize that when you do surrender and you forgive yourself, God's going to forgive you. You have to forgive yourself, though. And then when you accept, when you accept everything that he has to offer and says, you know what? It doesn't matter how it works. It doesn't matter what's in store because I'm ready for whatever it is. See, C.S. Lewis's quote is so great because it's, because it says a man can accept what Christ has done without knowing how it works. Indeed, he certainly won't know how it works until he's accepted it. You will not know how it works until you accept until you accept everything of how it works. So you can't accept a little bit. You have to accept the whole, you have to say whatever it is. It's like, whatever you need me to do today, whatever you want me to do today, like these topics that I get, I don't know. God just gives them to me and says, speak to my people. He says, you know, this is something that people need help with, son. But son, I need you to do it. Do you know it's a sin? It is a sin when you're supposed to do something and you don't do it. It's like it's like telling God no. It's like it's like basically knowing. It's like knowing that you have something in your heart that you're supposed to do and you just don't do it. God is looking for a way to come into your life and live through you. He's looking for a way. He, <laughs> the whole money thing, it's kind of like money is the lowest level. Do you know most Christians, they're saved, right? They've been saved, but they never get in. It's like if you was at a, you know, if you went to a, you know, like, like a game or something like that, you went to a basketball game and you got there, you had your ticket, you had your ticket, right? And you give the ticket to the ticket master. They said, oh, you're in. But you stood outside. You stood in the, in the hallway and you never got into the arena. It was like you didn't know how to get into the arena. You just stayed in the hallway watching and hearing. You could hear all the, just everybody excited. But you never went into the game. This is the state of Christianity today. Most Christians are not in the game. Most Christians are hanging around talking about how good God is. They're talking about how, 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 how God is working in their life. And we're broke. That is not. Well, let me back up. When I say we're broke, guys, 
if we cannot, if we cannot, um, if we can't tame money, and I say tame it because money is an animal. Money's an animal, man. It's like a, it's like a lion. It'll it'll eat you up. If we cannot tame money, you could you could be saved. But when you get when you get to the gates, you know, when you get to talk to God, you know, and he roll it back, he says, Man, I'm glad to see. You. Look at all you missed. Look at I just want to show you what you missed out on. One of the one of my texts that I live by is Joshua 1 8. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Joshua 1 8. So guys, as I leave you today, money is money is not hard. Money is not hard. You just have to understand God's way. But you have to, you got to surrender. You got to forgive yourself. And then you have to accept everything about who he is and what he's done for you. You have to accept. So today, I hope you got a real good understanding of, of acceptance, accepting God's way. Accepting everything that he has to offer, not wavering, not not wondering if it's going to work. It works. I can tell you with certainty. God, God has done. God has pulled me out of the biggest financial jam. I, I mean, I've been in a financial jam for, for years. But he's pulled me up in 2020 is the year of the serious comeback. So guys, I appreciate you for joining me today for another episode of the Account for Your Life podcast. Guys, on on Sunday, this is what I want you to do. I want you to put this on, I'll put this on your calendar to go register for Operation Reset. I haven't named it yet. Um, and so that's why I'm not telling you the website, go back to the website, but I want you to put it down to, 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 to come back and listen to the podcast on, on Sunday, um, I'd say October, July the 26th, because first we're going to be talking about contentment. What's up with money? We're going into contentment on, on, on Sunday, July 26th. And I'm also going to announce the theme for the Operation Reset um, Seven Day Challenge coming up on August the 13th. Guys, this is going to be powerful. You don't want to miss it. You want to be a part of this. You want to reset your life. 2020 is, it, look, the way we're going to end 2020, like I see the end, like I'm seeing something powerful happening, but I want you to start in August. August the 13th, we're going to start it. And so you're going to register on, on July the 26th. I'm going to reveal the theme and I look forward. I look forward to you accounting for your life. And I look forward to, you know, if we never meet, I hope we meet at the gates of the kingdom where, where we can high five and we can just praise God for all that he did for us to, to bring us to that point where we are now living throughout eternity. So guys, thank you so much and I'll see you soon. Take care. 
Thanks for joining us, listening friends. We are so glad you invested this time with us. Always remember, you only have one life to live, so live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.